0: Party. Let's get crazy,
1: Jimmy. We got myself and Alfie, the one and only the Always the of Jimmy. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times. And music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, we have an exciting show today. A lot of Hollywood legends and icons coming on, so uh, hopefully everything goes good with that. We're looking forward to it. Before we get started, let me first say hi to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
2: Yeah, today's show is going to be a good one because I know Ruta Lee. Let's see if she remembers me. Uh, Ruta Lee is a personality that just goes on and on and on. No matter where she is, she's the center of attraction because she's outspoken, funny, beautiful, charming, and a very, very sweet person. And I only hope her book tells all about old Hollywood.
1: You know what the name of her book is? I have no clue. Consider Your Ass Kissed.
2: Oh, I love it. <laughs> You know, I, oh, I can't wait for Ruda to come on. That is probably the greatest title. Consider your ass kissed. That's right. In this business, that's what you have to do. A lot of ass kissing, which I don't do. And that's why I get in trouble a lot.
1: So right? anyway, we want to welcome everybody. Um, let you know that we've got Ruta Lee coming on. And then we have Anson Williams. You guys uh, pro- days, n- know him as Potsy days. Weber from Happy Days. You probably don't know that. He's directed some of the biggest TV shows, though, on the planet. And uh, so it should be a lot of fun before we get going. Let's say hi to everybody starting out with our chat room. Well, what's up? Angela Joseph is in the chat room. Be Claudia. Hey
2: Angie baby. We'll see you on Friday.
1: Be Claudia <laughs> from Germany. Teresa Sabins from Florida. Uh, Diane Rapetto. Hello. Diane is in the chat room. Um, I saw Boomer Maze, the football player, is in there. I'm not sure who else is in there. You guys got to write something so I can see who's in there because it goes there's backpack. John has joined us. It's going to be a lot of fun um, in the meantime. Uh, oh, everybody says you look really good. Well, I've
2: lost 24 pounds and I think that's a lot of weight and I don't like the way I look because as you get older, you mustn't be skinny because you get wrinkled and skeletal looking. Uh, I have this wild eye look all the time, like old men have in nursing homes, you know, when they're (laughs) being assaulted. Uh, so I'm trying to get my face back to what it was and my body certainly, but I feel wonderful. My doctor calls me the miracle because in four weeks I'm doing things that people don't do in 12 weeks. I feel great. I'm making my own breakfast. I'm walking. I'm talking. I'm going out. I went to the mall. We went to Malibu. I mean, I'm doing everything I did before at a slower pace. That's all. But other than that, I feel terrific.
1: We want to welcome Jason Taylor uh, in the chat room. Hello. And um, we're going to see Angela Joseph on Friday. She's she's coming in from Denver to L.A. or right. wherever she lives in Colorado to L.A. So we're right. going to be we're, seeing we're, her. We're
2: going to a club that she's working in. She's a striptease artist. <laughs> and she, I hear she strips down totally naked. Yeah. So that's something to see. Right, Angie? Everybody baby?
1: says congratulations. We also want to let everybody know that next week we're going um, – to New York uh, To New York. So next week we're not going to have a show, and then we'll be back the following week, and then we've got great guests scheduled for all those weeks afterwards. Really, really good ones. But we'll have
2: some good footage of New York, some fun stuff with all of our New York friends.
1: Yes, we're going to go stay with Eileen.
2: Eileen, uh, you know who she
1: is. Oh, uh, and Diane Rapetto is in the chat room, and she's going to be there Friday too. So it's terrific. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Teresa Saban says, please hug each other for me. So we will, and uh, all so, is good. So we watched a really cool show on – I don't know if everybody will like it, but I liked it. Halston. Yeah, it's on Netflix, you guys, and it's Halston, and it's and McGregor playing Halston, the famous designer. And uh, it was actually done very, very well. Well, it was a really little good. too
2: graphic for me. You know, uh, years ago when there was a sex scene, they they camera off to an ocean or a cloudy sky or some music, and we got the picture, we knew. This was a little bit too gay graphic, and I think it's going to offend upset or confuse a lot of the uh, heterosexual audiences that watch it. Uh, It is demeaning the way they portrayed it. It is not what all gay people are about. It is not how all gay people behave. And I'd like that point made. Um, Jimmy and I certainly are, are not like these people
1: that you see in this. I you said you used to go to Studio 54 and people didn't have sex right there. No, the no, the floor. I know that's
2: bullshit. I was in studio every Saturday night. I went with a lot of my friends from Brooklyn. We used to all get a limo together and we'd go, and we'd invade uh studio. Uh, I was there Saturday night and the only place that they had sex was down in the basement. in they called the Tombs. Uh, or, or up all the way up in the bleaches way up high where you couldn't see your hand in front of you but as they showed in this movie there was right there on the ba- on the first balcony railing a guy's getting you know screwed i no that didn't happen it wasn't that decadent they like to make it decadent it was more drugs and dancing and drinking and fun and parties i went there because i wanted to see the who's who Unfortunately, I've seen Liza Minnelli. I'm not a fan of hers. But But the actress
1: who played Liza Minnelli did a good job, Yeah, did
2: a good job. But she made uh, Liza too sweet. You know, they should have portrayed Liza as the bitch she is. (laughs) But, um, you know, she's not a – well, she's nice to people she likes. And if she doesn't like you, she's just very not nice. Uh, She's selective, selective friendship. Um, But all the other people – I mean, I never saw Halston there. And if I did, I wouldn't have known who he was anyway – but Andy Warhol was very easy to see. And uh, that other girl, Bianca, she was always all over the dance floor. In fact, one time I was dancing with my friend and Bianca cut in and she was dancing with me and left her partner on the floor with somebody else. So it was a fun crowd. Studio was fun. The uh, portrayal of Halston made him out to be extremely neurotic and extremely uh, gay, homo, uh, injured. Um, I'm tired of these parts. I'm tired of showing gay people as the injured people, as the people who have been uh, brutalized. Yes, some of us have, but we went on. And we live very normal, happy lives just as well as anybody else. I think if they photographed Jimmy and my relationship people would go to sleep (laughs) because no because friends of ours call us vanilla we're vanilla people
1: eileen eileen calls us vanilla yeah
2: and i'm happy to be vanilla because the other is just a little bit too racy for me and exactly not who i want to be um i was raised very italian very strict very um respectful of your body respectful of putting things into your body that can harm it and um, behaving accordingly. And that's how I like it. I was, I mean, people think I'm this wild outrageous, crazy guy, far from it. Uh, I'm very sensible. I'm very normal. I'm very um, in control of who I am. So gay people are not as Halston is portrayed. There are some, yes, I've known many that were size Queens that only liked black men because they said that, you know, if you pick up a white guy, you're lucky if you get something good. But if you pick up a black man, you will always get something good. But I have many black friends, males, and they said that's not true. Uh, Black men and white men are all built the same. You know, some are big and some are small. But in this uh, TV portrayal, they made him out to be a black loving size queen. Um, Watch it you know, enjoy it. I don't know. Uh, It got a little heavy at times. His smoking was annoying the hell out of me. They kept making him light one cigarette after another, and he must smoke because he was inhaling. And it was just disturbing. Other than that, it was okay. Now, if you want to see something really funny, watch Hacked. Hacked is a funny, funny TV series, and it it stars Jane uh, Smart, who's wonderful in it, Uh, It's about, I think it's based on Joan Rivers a bit. It's a funny, funny, funny show, uplifting and great. That's something uh, that I would recommend you watch. Now, Jimmy went away. I don't know where Jimmy went to. But he went away and he left me here all alone. So now we can talk intimately. Why is my mic going on and off? My earplugs are going on and off. Oh, well, this is, you know, live TV. Live TV stinks sometimes. Where were you? Uh,
1: she was sitting in the test link and I went to see and she's there, so now she's gonna come over to- the
2: Oh, panel. she was in the test room. That's Ruta, Ruta Lee Lee. She's a beautiful woman. You know, Ruta oh, Lee I is just, really I a stunning looking broad. I mean, she's no little girl. She's not a tiny little petite chick. She's a built woman and she's very beautiful.
1: Hey you guys, so Ruta hasn't done StreamYard really before, and we were going to do a test at 1145, and that's where she was sitting just now. I went back in there to see, and so she's going to come over here, and hopefully she'll get in uh, relatively quickly, and then we can let her in. <clears throat> and then makes we me feel better. start the party. She looks fantastic. She's a beautiful woman. I got to tell you something.
2: Uh, you know, I've seen her in person many, 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 many times, and uh, she's got lovely skin. She has a pretty little nose. Uh, she always wears crazy hats, you know, big hats. Um, she's she's quite a personality. Uh, I like her a lot. I only hope she remembers who I am. You know, they meet so many people, they don't remember everyone, especially interviewers. But I've met her socially, of which I will discuss when she comes on our camera. But I like her, and you will too. Uh, she's a real friendly Uh, She she must be from Texas or someplace. She looks like a Texan. I have to find out. She's one of those Texas broads, you know, out and friendly. And howdy, how are you? Like, hey, everybody, come on on in. Very nice lady. It's going to be awesome.
1: She's like, she looks so great. You haven't
2: got your mic on and you're talking. She looks so great. Unprofessional.
1: Uh, He is so unprofessional. How could anyone forget Ron? Who's Ron?
2: No, you know what? I'm confused. I'm never mostly forgotten, but I'm confused with a few people. A lot of people think that what's his name, John, what's his name, and I are the same people. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, John, what's his name?
1: A guy. I don't know his name. John.
2: Oh Jesus, we look alike. We had the same height, built, same black eyebrows with white hair. He know him from the commercials and from the talk show. John, no, I can't think of his name.
1: There's two different ones you look look a little bit like, but
2: well, people confuse me with him a lot.
1: Soap opera star. He's a soap
2: opera star too. He's a soap opera star. I didn't know that. We have to have him on. Yeah, we have to have him. On I tried the to get him. Oh, I'll get him. But who Who's the other one they confuse me with?
1: Well, they used to confuse you as Tony Curtis. Yeah, but Tony's dead. Now it's no longer the thing. That's mostly the two, I think.
2: No, no, no. Somebody else that they confuse me with. I forgot who it is. But anyway, uh. Yeah, I mean, Ruder probably will remember, Jimmy, you're not, Jimmy, where the fuck are you going? You're knocking everything all over the place. He's like a bull in a china shop. I'm telling you, the man is just not to be believed. Now he knocked all our cameras out of line. That, oh, Jesus. Oh. You know, I hate this COVID crap. I can't wait to get back in his studio in a studio where everything is done professionally and correctly. Um, I hope everybody out there is having a good time with the little bit of freedom that we're getting from COVID. You know, little by little, California is opening up. Not by much, but little by little, it's opening. And we're starting to feel free again. It's been a very long uh, haul, a very long time of... um, being locked up and told what to do and what not to do, and to wear a mask or not wear a mask, to go where you should go or shouldn't go. It's not the American way. You know, American people like freedom and we like to have our choices, our own. We don't like to be dictated by a government. That's communism or other countries, that where they dictate to their people what they should do, where, and how they should behave. Uh, We are still a, a free country. Anyway, he went away again. I don't know what's going on today. Today is a crazy day. It's not like our show usually is. But anyway, I've asked Sally Kirkland to come on our show, and Sally Kirkland agreed. So soon we will have Academy Award nominee Sally Kirkland, who is a brilliant actress and a very darling friend of ours. And we're going to talk about The Silver Spoon, which was a diner in West Hollywood that all of us used to hang out in. Shelley Winters used to hold court there. And tell us wonderful stories, kiss, uh, kiss, and tell stories about all the men in her life. And I brought Jane Russell there, and Mr. Blackwell would go there with us. Um, we had our own little crowd. It was a wonderful diner, and and everybody in it was friendly in, in the business. And we all missed that diner so much. Sorry that it, it closed, and they put a, a drugstore, I believe, there now. Old Hollywood was was a time of fun old Hollywood. We all knew each other. Uh, When we saw each other, we were as close as close could be years would go by, we didn't see each other. But then when we saw each other again, we were as close as close could be. We were a family of people. My old friend, my best and dearest friend, as you all know, is Jane Russell, the legend. She was my sister, my, my girlfriend, my mother, my best friend. She was all those things to me, one wonderful person. And Jane and I used to travel all over together and we had the best times with fooling people who she was. One lady walked up to Jane one day and she said, you know what, you look just like Jane Russell, but she's dead. And Jane said, oh, she died? I didn't know that. (laughs) And then we had a big chuckle as we walked back to our car. Um, Hollywood had still some great celebrities left. Uh, living. Betty Davis was still alive back then. And uh, so many of the great Warner Brothers stars and all the other great stars of Hollywood. So we would run into each other at parties or at benefits or just in places that everybody frequented. You know, I was in, uh, what was it called? Oh, geez, that wonderful store. Um, Oh, where you got clothes cheap, not Marshall's, another one, the, the better one. Anyway, we ran into uh, a lot of good stars in that play. I'm losing it. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But anyway, I'm trying to stall time while Jimmy's trying to get Ruta. We only have Ruta till one o'clock, so I wish she would come on, because I'm running out of words, which is really not me, but I'm running out of words. Anyway, old Hollywood. Your stories, Ron? Well, oh, thank you, honey. Old Hollywood was different than the new Hollywood. My little darling friends that I love, that I work in movies with, like Sadie Katz, Sherry Davis, uh, you know, Angela Joseph, all these people that I know today are darling, little, sweet, wonderful people. But they do not have the panache or the glamour or the whatever it was that the studios taught the old stars to do. When you were out with an old star, you could be just walking down Rodeo Drive, anywhere, any street, and suddenly you were walking with a star, and you knew they were a star. Now I walk with my little friends, and okay. it's like walking with little friends. We don't have that star, Jimmy. Knock the camera one more time. I'm going to crucify you. Thank you. Good.
1: You knock it. Uh, now when you hey walk- Rebel, oh, yeah, I'm talking. I know, but hey Rebel, is she there? Yes, sort of. Yep, got it. Here she comes. Got it, Harlan. Thanks,
2: Harlan. How are you? You don't remember me, Harlan. I'm gonna punch you when I see you. I've met you so many times. Tippy and I are good Can friends. I, hear- I did. Oh, I-, I don't see.
1: Ellie, she's gotta hit her camera button. Hey, Ruta, hit your camera button.
2: It's so hard when you don't know what. I you're did. Front okay. camera,
0: back camera. Camera. What the hell do I know? Front camera. Uh, front camera. Hit <laughs> hey, front
2: camera.
1: That's Rudely. <laughs> Hit front camera, Ruda. I didn't know there was Where? a back camera. Where? Oh, there should be just a little yeah. button that says camera someplace, and just click it, because we can hear you. But we've got to I, see I just you.
0: Click. There's a there's a, a, a there's a horizontal thing that says camera, and one that says audio. Hit camera. And I've clicked camera several times i did
1: and it didn't come on i
0: did and nothing's happening all right i'm going to try front camera again okay all right back camera front camera it shows that i'm on front camera
1: okay try that i didn't know there was a back camera oh
0: i don't either darling i i don't understand any of this i
2: don't blame you neither do i but i want to see your pretty face
0: well, my darling, I don't know what to do for you unless I start again. I don't know. Okay.
1: Try it one more time. Try it one more time. You know what? Uh, exit one time and then come back in again. But this time, All right. hit you- hit camera before you come in.
0: If there's anything to hit that says that, I will. Okay.
1: It'll say camera and mic. It'll say check your camera and mic and hit hit the button for each one. And we'll see if that works. If not, we'll just talk to you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. I don't know, because it worked in my office, and so it should work here. Anyway, you guys, sorry, but we're working on it, and hey, yay, yay, Ruta Lee is right. We miss old Hollywood. Thank you, Ruta Lee. Absolutely. We do definitely miss it. She's fabulous. Um, hopefully, it'll all go through, and uh, I never had a problem. You got any suggestions there, Rebel? Because like normally, you just go, do, I don't does, do anything. Doesn't
2: Ruta have anybody there that can help her?
1: No. Oh, that was dangerous.
2: <laughs> That's Jane. No, you should always have an associate or an accomplice or somebody with you, in, in the event that these things happen. Because people my age, we're lucky we know how to use a cell phone. You know, there's a lot of technology to learn. We've learned so much in our years that um, this kind of technology just burns our brains out.
1: It's funny though. Well, let us know, Rebel, if you see her coming in. I don't know how uh, how else we can tell her. I will um, try.
0: Okay. Else we can really do. Um, It looked like the camera was blacked out.
1: Yeah, I don't know why though, because it it worked in my office. Like when she did she was in there. She was sitting there. I could see her. Where is she now?
0: She's on the same device she was on just a minute
1: ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why there would be a problem, but are we not receiving her? We're receiving her audio, just not her video. No, she's left. She's coming back. She's coming back in. Anyway, so you can go back to your story until she comes. Let us know, Rebel, when she's there.
2: I forgot what my story was now, but anyway, you know there were a lot of the great things that we did in Hollywood back then. Women dressed beautifully. I remember going to the Bistro Gardens for lunch uh, with a friend of mine, and seated there was um, beautiful. What the hell is her name? Weathering Heights a star. Oh, my God. Anyway, looking stunningly beautiful. And so many celebrities that you you knew from older movies would all congregate in the same places. Today, that's gone. You can go to the Ivy and you don't know who's there. It's not like years ago. You don't have Chasins anymore. You don't have Le Dome restaurants that all of the uh, actors frequented. Robert uh, Wagner and Natalie Wood used to go to an Italian restaurant on Little Santa Monica on Thursday nights. They had a table there that that was their table, and we would sometimes go on Thursday nights and see them there. Uh, Great stars of Hollywood were very visible if you traveled the circuit. Today, the stars of Hollywood, you don't see them. I mean, I'm out and about. I've never seen Charlize Theron, I've never seen George Clooney, I've never seen any of these people anywhere, the major stars. So either they don't go out, or if they do, uh, I don't know where they go. They sure don't go to the places that we went to. So Hollywood has changed. For me, it's no longer Hollywood. It's just a place to um, visit people that I like so much, like Sadie Katz and Miles Rift. They're very good friends of mine, dear friends of mine, as I mentioned, and Angie Baby and all the kids that are out there working their butts off in these horror movies. I hope that they can graduate from horror movies and go into a good films, quality films. Uh, you don't want to be a horror movie star forever because that's you know, not exactly the, the the most exciting thing in your career. Jimmy, talk. I'm gonna run out of vocal.
1: Um, okay, well. Uh... I think we
2: lost Rita forever, Ruda forever.
1: She needs to come back to the correct link. I don't know how she can... Well, where is she? She took a walk, I mean.
3: Uh, uh, I don't know.
2: But you have to
1: talk, it. though, for me to, like... Do I know that, things. but
2: I can't talk because
1: I'm exhausted. What am I going to talk about? People are going to be bored to death. No,
3: you don't bore us. We love you, Ron.
2: Talk, Please, talk
1: with him, Rebel, while you're watching, and let me see if I can get him. Okay, a
2: story I wrote on Facebook, which is funny. Um, I, Blackwell and I were at a party... I believe at Debbie Reynolds' house, possibly. Wait, Debbie, Jimmy, I think
1: she's coming in now. She's coming in now. Uh, uh, good. All right. I was going to get to leave. Okay. Yay. Oh, no, it's still no camera, so we're just going to have to talk to her without camera because there's nothing I can do. There's nothing you have to do. You, you just come in. Hey, Ruda, can you hear us?
2: Now we don't have it.
1: What? I oh. can hear
2: you. Yes.
1: Okay, we can hear you, but we can't see now you. Now I, I don't, can hear you. I don't know why your camera is not working. Because you shouldn't have to do anything. It should just come up like it did on my computer in the other room when we when I saw how beautiful you were earlier. Um, but I don't want right, to spend now more... on the bottom. Uh huh.
0: No, Ron, uh, Jimmy, rather. Uh, there's a strip at the bottom that says "Mic Camera." There's a combination thing that says "Cam Mic Chat Leave."
1: Hit, uh, hit, hit the one that says "Camera."
0: Just camera?
1: Yeah, do just camera first. Oh, what happened? I'm
0: seeing you beautifully.
2: (laughs) Well, 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 now do you remember me?
0: (laughs) Of course I remember you. We had a fabulous affair.
2: (laughs) Well, that that, that we weren't going to talk about. The last time I saw you, my, my sweetheart, the last time I saw you was at a very, very sad affair. My darling friend, Mr. Blackwell had passed away and you were doing the eulogy on the little stage. And I was seated with Tippi Hedren and Bobby Benton right in the front. And you gave a beautiful eulogy about Richard, about Mr. Blackwell. And then we went to the Four Seasons, which uh, Beverly threw a lovely uh, luncheon. And that's the last time I saw you. Prior to that, I saw you at the convention center. I was with Jane Russell and um, Tony Curtis. Uh, right between the two of them, and I saw you there. You had on a pretty hat, and you were just giving away like. Hang you on one second.
1: Do. Let's try one more thing. Uh, hit camera one more time. Uh
0: camera. It's red now. Before it was some another color. Okay.
1: Uh, okay. So now, that should, now that should... I'm
0: back to you. You're in a small box. And yeah, you're and you're supposed to, spring.
1: and you're supposed to be in the other box. Did I? Um, why don't? Okay. Try one more thing. Hit camera, mic, and let's see what happens.
0: I try chat and see what happens. Chat.
1: Oh, I think chat's going to put you in our chat room. No, I don't think that that won't work. So. Okay, so let's. We're just, just going to talk. Do, yeah, let's we'll just go it, back to talking. We'll
2: do, we'll do radio. Remember radio, folks? Years ago, it was a thing you listened to. Ruda, it, I hope you're. I hope. I love the title of your yes, book. Yes, darling. I love the title of your book, and I hope now, that now. Hold
0: you- on a second. You, wait, wait. I don't know if you, I don't know if I'm blurring for you, but you are very. Every other word is gone.
1: Ah, so. Uh, oh boy. Hit my. Go back to hit hit hit. Just was, mic. There, there, uh
0: it's not there for me to hit now. I, oh, I okay. Back to what, what happens if I push? streamyard Nope, nothing.
1: Rebel, you got any advice? Um,
2: I have a good idea. Why don't meter. you hop, why don't you hop in your car and drive over? We live 20 minutes <laughs> we, we live 20 minutes apart
1: <laughs> in Palm Springs.
0: Yeah, uh, let's I'm going down as soon as we're done.
1: <laughs> yes. All right, can you hear us now? Let's just talk. We're going to have to have you back on.
0: Now listen to what What the thing says underneath here, it says many external mics aren't supported on iPhone or iPads at this time. Safari is working on fixing this. Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah. Well, screw
2: Safari. Let's go on with the show.
1: So, as okay. I said before, the title so let's of Let's introduce her first. Hey everybody, so this is Hollywood <laughs> Hollywood legend Ruta Lee. Welcome to the show. You you actually have met Ron before several times. Many he, many he many. We didn't times. know if you would remember him or not, and I'm Jimmy Starr, and we want to welcome you to the show.
0: Jimmy Starr I am so happy to be with you and with Ron, and of course, who could forget that silver-haired devil?
2: Yeah, you're um, full of bo- you're full of crap, Brutus, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, oh, I was ma- I, I was the one that was I was making out with Tippy Hedren at the funeral. I'm gay. I don't and, blame
0: you. But wait a minute,
2: wait a minute, Tippy and I were drinking wine, and next thing I know, we're kissing. And I said, "Tippy, but I'm gay." She said, "Isn't it wonderful?" <laughs> I. I love Tippy. Tippy's a sweetie pie. But anyway, is I hope. a
0: darling lady, as is your friend Barbie Benton.
2: Barbie's a one sweetie. Of the sweetest
0: girls. Now, you know, you might not remember this, Ron, but when I got married, my wedding reception for 450 people was at the Playboy Mansion. Hugh Hefner tossed it for me. I and remember- those were the days when Barbie, darling Barbie, was so mad for Hugh and he was obviously slightly mad for her too but I think she was sort of pining to be Mrs. Hugh Hefner at okay. that time
2: no doubt and, about it
0: and <laughs> we, have, we have wedding pictures that were taken and Webb said the sexiest thing that happened to me that night was Barbie Benton licking sugar off my fingers from the wedding cake
2: <laughs> and I thought
0: why that sexy little bitch? Can't she stick
2: with her own guy? <laughs> no, no, Bobby, I believe, almost said once that Hef was the love of her life. She almost came to saying it and then kind of caught herself because she was, of course, married and then to yes, someone. Some yeah. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So um I saw Bobby at a convention not long ago, and the convention was doing okay. You know, everybody that was there had a few people. Bobby Benton's line went around the block. <laughs> I mean, are you never saw you never saw so many horny guys in your life? And they all wanted her, <laughs> they wanted her to sit on their lap. So I, of course, didn't stay online. I walked right behind her. I said, okay, Benton. I said, let's do it. And she said, okay. And she jumped on my lap and she was rubbing all over me. And the men were going crazy. She oh, still said. Charge for a lap dance. <laughs> well, I, don't, no, I, mean, I, I I didn't pay, but the, the other guys pay, I think, 40 bucks to get to. to uh, yeah, 40 bucks and up. Now, let's get to your book because I love the title. What the hell made you
1: think of that title that is so Hollywood? Hang on, you guys. It's Consider Your Ass Kissed by Ruta Lee. Love and it. her website is rudalee.com. Love it. And uh, tell us a little bit about it.
0: Well, first of all, I'll tell you that it's available at Barnes & Noble. It's available on Amazon.com. It's available, I like your local bookstores. For Hollywood, it's available at Edmonds, which we all know. And it's available at uh, uh, Be Just Fabulous in Palm Springs, where I'm going to have a book signing on the 30th, which also happens to be my birthday. So I invite everybody to come to Be Just Fabulous, in Palm Springs, and I'll sign books and it'll be great fun. And the title came.
2: Wait, hang on, because, hang on. What, what, hang on, Ruda. What day is yeah. the third? What day is Sunday, it? May 30th, 2, t- 2 p.m.? We're in New York, right? Yeah, we're in New oh, York. Oh, shit, I'm in New York. York. Otherwise, I'd well, be there. I would be there to get a hug and have you sign my book.
0: You're a <laughs> Palm Springs person. Of course, you would. Well, i I am so happy with the title because, first of all, it causes everybody to kind of do a double take. And uh, it happened because George Pinocchio, who you guys know, is the red carpet man for ABC television and and the Hollywood reporter for ABC, uh, is a long, long, long term friend. And one of my kids, I call him. And he has heard me for years use that expression as a sign of undying, deep, loving gratitude. To all of those people who have been nice enough to turn a set on because I was going to be on, you know, a television set, or paid a ticket for a movie, or to come to the theater to see me, or above all, to give me money, not just me, but to Debbie Reynolds and all the rest of us who cared uh, for The Thalians. Which right. Is the org right. And The Thalians was literally Hollywood for mental health started by a group of young actors, performers, and allied fields, agents, writers, directors, you know, that sort of thing that got tired of being called pot smoking, hard drinking assholes who had nothing to contribute to anybody. And they said, you know, we hang around the piano and sing and have drinks and laugh and scratch. Why don't we put a group together? Uh, come up with something, sell tickets, and we'll raise money for a charity. Great idea, that's how the Thalians were born. Thalia being one of the Greek goddesses, who was the goddess of comedy. And also she took care of stray lambs. So that seemed appropriate. So they sent out, guess who? Jane Mansfield and Mamie Van Doren. Now you oh. wanna uh, <laughs> bust
2: <bust-size>. your <laughs> forget about it two bombshells
0: 150 z you know
2: right exactly (laughs) 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 it's true it's true you know mamie's still around she looks good
0: oh mamie's still around and looking fan frigging fantastic she's just wonderful
2: she's still sexy
0: yep they came back to the meeting saying well all the good diseases have been taken (laughs) (laughs) so, so they found a doctor who was dealing with emotionally disturbed children and he described one of those children as a rotting apple in a barrel that can infect the whole barrel or community unless he's taken out and taken care of. And so the Thalians started in with taking care of emotionally disturbed children. And then 18 years later, we built the Thalians community mental health center, which was the first building that went in at the Cedar Sinai complex in Los Angeles. Congratulations. Oh, I'm very proud of what we did. Then, some 55 years later, and mind you, we took care of everything from pediatric through geriatric patients, in-house and out, you know, in, in hospital, out of hospital, in every treatment possible. Then we discovered that we were really missing the boat on something. We were not taking care of the returning veterans they these beautiful young people that are willing to put their lives on the line for us every day no matter where we send them and they come back broken and fractured and they somehow slip through the cracks so we joined up with ucla's operation mend up Op Men takes care of the broken and fractured bodies we take care of the broken and fractured Mind and therefore spirit, and you know, mental disease has always been a hidden disease. It's always been in the closet, and I'm very proud of us Thalians for shining a Hollywood cleg light, a spotlight on that dark abyss that is known as mental illness, and bringing it into that bright light of healing. And we have raised millions and millions and millions of dollars for the mental health issues in our mm. country and I'm very proud of us and I ask everybody please of your listeners and sometimes viewers to <laughs> go to <laughs> go to the Falions T-H-A-L-I-A-N-S dot org and you can get a message from Debbie God rest her soul and me and everybody yeah. else telling you about what to do and how you might donate to us and all well, I can say in is that my my I started off telling you how the book title came about so my darling friend George Pinocchio said "Ruda, whenever you're on stage thanking people for generously donating to the Thalians you always say consider your ass kissed and you mean it in the deepest most sincere way and that should be the title of your book if you ever write one well, he won, and he's absolutely right. And I'm well, so you did.
2: Say- you wrote a book, and now I want to know all about it. Are you telling stories about all of us, or um, are you being closed mouth? Now, listen, I wanted to ask you a quick question. I've seen you a several times on Hogan's Heroes, looking absolutely beautiful and young and stunningly gorgeous. I mean, beautiful, beautiful isn't the word. Did he ever hit on you? Because he was a womanizer. Uh what's his name? The star you know, of the Bob show. Crane. Bob Crane.
0: Bob Crane, Bobby Crane. No, he he, he wound up being a very good friend, and, and it broke my heart when as the years passed he got into a, a lifestyle that did not obviously become him because he wound up dead.
2: Right, but exactly.
0: I've got to tell you that either I was always too young, too stupid. Not hearing well, or just <laughs> taking it as a joke, because nobody ever hit on me. Now, I oh, keep go saying, worry, That's well, bullshit. Know,
2: Come on, give me a break. I, I,
0: I know I don't have any boobs. You know, I, I've got to tell you, I've always, I always used to say that I owe my whole career to B. F. Goodrich because I wore so much rubber padding in my life. <laughs> and Phyllis Diller once <laughs> on, said to me when I was on stage, "Ruta." You've worn so much rubber in your bra that you erased what little tits you had.
2: (laughs) Now, I saw you at the convention center a couple, about maybe 15 years ago, and you had on the most wonderful hat full of flowers, and you were going at it like crazy. You know, you were holding court and carrying on and talking, and you had an audience of people around you just enjoying you. Every time I've ever seen you, you have been the personality. You have an incredible personality, and it shows in your work. Cause I've seen a lot of stuff with you, Twilight Zone, this, on. Zone, Hang on, wait, wait.
1: Let me brag up. Let me brag. I mean,
2: she's, you know, all right. Let Jimmy brag about. Her.
1: Okay, so you guys, the first thing I ever saw Rudy Lee in, probably, well, with Ron, was Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, um, and Funny Face. But uh, she's been in every over two thousand television appearances, and I picked out the things that I, I know what they are. I watched and people already are talking about Perry Mason, but Perry Mason, the Andy Griffith show, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, George Burns and Gracie Allen show, Ironside, Marcus, Welby, M.D., the twilight zone, the flying nun, Hogan's heroes, Morgan, Mindy, Benson, the love boat, Roseanne, power Rangers, the Lucy show days of our lives, 77 sunset strip. And that's only a few. She's got over 2000 appearances. She's also worked with, uh, Clint Eastwood, Charles Bronson, Burt Reynolds, Fred Astaire, Bob Crane, The Rat Pack, Howard Keel, Johnny Carson, James Garner, Robin Williams, Frank Sinatra. And I read in the trivia that you auditioned for Ginger on Gilligan's Island.
0: My boobs weren't
2: big enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I knew her.
2: Yeah, me too. Tina Louise. Tina oh, Louise. Tina was a friend of uh, Lee Winkler. But well, you I'm
0: still sh- know her. She's alive. No, no, no.
2: No I, no, I no, I have not seen Tina in a thousand <laughs> years. Do you know the name Lee Winkler of Global Enterprises? He was the business yes, manager. I do. Lee Winkler and Perry Winkler, my dearest friends. Perry still is. She will be a hundred years old in about a month. And she's alive. Oh my and-
0: lord God. That's great.
2: Perry still at it, you know, fishnet stockings, mini dresses and looks wonderful. Um, anyway, Lee and I were like brothers and uh, we used to go up to the house at Shaw Place all the time in Beverly Hills. And Tina Louise was there one day because she was dating one of uh, Lee's friends. And I, no, I'm i not going to tell that story. What am I crazy? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think Tina would like it. Anyway, <laughs> she'll never know. Well, we were all going to the candy store, and Tina, let's say, let's put it this way, got loaded and collapsed on the table. And the boys picked her up, put her in a cab, and sent her home. And that was <laughs> and that was the last I ever saw of Tina because we couldn't take her to the candy store. But Lee Winkler, <laughs> Lee Winkler was by far one of the most wonderful male friends a male could have. Dangerous for women. Did he ever hit on you
0: if he did i didn't know it you know this is what i started to tell you and never finished and that is that in most cases if a, a pass was made at me i made a joke out of it and laughed and said you can't be serious and i think that most of the guys that i ever worked with i could go have a beer with i could go have drinks with i could swap body stories with but nobody ever hit on me and i maybe it's because and and it's not like i came off like a goody two shoes even though i am um, yeah. <laughs> i i just i, I just have a, a wild sense of humor about everything and i think i laughed off things so nobody ever chased me around a desk i'm sorry yeah.
2: to speak. but, but, but ruta I don't, gorgeous. Bruder, I don't blow smoke up anyone's butt. I, I'm famously known for that. Ron Russell tells it like it is. You know, I'm a New York Brooklyn boy. We don't bullshit people. You are beautiful. You are still beautiful. You know, you're beautiful at every decade. But when I see you in the because we watch uh, Palm Springs, you know, Channel 14. We watch Hogan's Heroes and then Carol Burnett and all those shows because they were fun to look at. And you come on Twilight. You're on Perry Mason, you're on Twilight Zone, you're on your sister's ass, you're on everything, okay? When I see you, you're beautiful, you have the most gorgeous little nose, beautiful big eyes, you're a beautiful woman. I don't see why men didn't go crazy over you. Well,
0: listen, I'm a widow now, wanna go crazy over me?
2: You want an old fag? I mean, it's okay with me. Who just had a triple pass four weeks ago? <laughs> well, I don't know. Wait
0: a second, hold on. There, there's more to the criteria. It has to be somebody very old, very rich, and very near death.
2: <laughs> well, I, I have I have several friends of mine who are waiting for the same thing. One is Adrienne Barbeau. She's looking for the same guy.
0: <laughs> she is adorable. I did a Christmas movie with her, and we had Love lots her. of laughs.
2: Love Adrian. Love Adrian. Yeah, she said to me, she's looking for a companion, old, rich, and ready to go. I said, you and every, every other woman I know in Hollywood, <laughs> Sue Wong well, also. The designer is looking for one like that.
0: I'll tell you, uh, if if I were ever 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 to want someone in my life again. I think it would be a lovely gay person. Someone I because sex is such a big magilla made. Oh my Lord, it's laughable. and And why not a good guy that has great style and pizzazz and is a good companion and a good escort and fun to have around and just be with. That's my idea of the next man in my life.
2: Well, don't underestimate we gay men. I have two children. Two daughters. I, was I married... just
0: said that. Oh, oh, don't underestimate. Oh. Wait, God. I was
2: married for 16 years. I don't have problem with women. I just choose men. But um, women, you know, I mean, I told you, Tippi and I were drinking so much at Blackwell's funeral, we started kissing and I cracked. And I love Tippy. I love her to death. You know, Harlan said that she's no longer doing interviews. And I'm so sad because I wanted her on our show. Um, oh, yeah, Tippy's retired. I'm surprised to hear that. No, Harlan uh, said it.
0: I she substituted re- for her recently, not recently, about a year ago, um, at the uh, the compound, you know, the animal compound that she right. has. Shambhala, she Shambhala.
2: Raises,
0: yeah, she raises money for Shambhala by having people come for lovely picnic suppers and, right. you know, tour the animals and whatnot. And then she, she has a, a, a question and answer thing, you know, with them. And... Uh, didn't feel up to it so harlan asked me to fill in for her and i tell you she came down and said hello to everybody one could learn to hate that bitch she is so gorgeous
2: (laughs) well uh, you know my my nickname for her is tipska because that's what her father called her i did an hour interview in shambhala with tippy it's on youtube for those of you who want to see it it's a wonderful interview. We saw all the animals. We talked about the financing of the feeding the, the, the beasts. We also talked about the horrible people out there that are, that are getting these pets, these, these tigers for pets, and then destroying them. So it's a wonderful interview to see, and we ask you to please send money to Shambhala. You know, Ruta, we have over 5 million people that watch our show all over the world. And I always said, if everybody all over the world sent 50 cents, To one of our causes, we would have a lot of money. And I think they should send them to your thespian. uh, uh,
1: Thalian, thalian, thalian. Thalian
2: cause. Debbie would kill me if she, Debbie would kill me if (laughs) I screwed up on that one. But, um...
1: (laughs) So, well, so sure. Ruda, everybody's passing around pictures on a in a Facebook group, so everybody can see what you look like and everybody's beautiful, coming beautiful how gorgeous girl. and beautiful you are. Beautiful so when you say girl. Tippy, you know you'd want to kill her because she's so beautiful, but so are you. Just to let you know, everybody thinks you're absolutely Jimmy. gorgeous. Thank you.
0: That's, Jimmy, thank you. That's very, very kind.
1: No, and, uh, tip, I'm, tip.
0: I'm not a baby anymore. You know, I'm going to be 86 on the 30th. And, well, I'll be—I'll wow.
2: be, I'll be eighty-one next week. So, Sister so Dear, you we're, me,
0: you're younger than I am. I could learn to hate you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I want to tell you something. You know what? You live but twenty minutes from us. We live—I don't want to say where, but not far from you. And I know where you live up the—you're up the hill from us. Okay. Up the uh, hill from you, yeah. If you go, if you go on sunrise and don't, make do I can't. Don't, don't, if you make a ride right on, on, don't,
1: don't, 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 don't. No, but I. She, she, we live close.
2: We're within. we well, within. Bicycle. We're, we're within. Home.
0: You'll give me a buzz.
2: No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have a, you know as soon as I'm well enough and we get back from New York, I'm going to have a party, of just celebrity friends at our house, and I'm going to invite you. And you're going to have a ball because you know everybody that's going to be here. You'll know oh, them all. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and we'll, we'll have... At
0: the, at the book signing, uh, George Chakiris, God love him, is uh, on Saturday, and I'm on Sunday. So I'm going to go to his and he's going to go to mine. And I was at the dentist yesterday. And who's at the dentist's office with me and uses the same uh, lady to clean teeth but George Chakiris. So, hell, I might move in with him. What
2: the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, he qualifies for all the things you need. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I want to I, I get back to your book. I want to get back to your book because we want you to sell your book so you could make more money to buy more false eyelashes. But anyway, yes, yes, I need them. <laughs> Yeah, they cost a fortune now, not like years ago with Buck. Um, Tell me, is it star-studded? Are you telling stories about all our babies movie stars of yesteryear? Yeah,
0: I, I do. I mean, look, I, I am not an unkind person. So I, I tell stories that are kind of fun and, uh, you know, a little bit snappy and, and uh, kind of put a tinkle in the laughter. And uh, But they're sort of adventures that I've had. It's a, a potpourri of happenings. And, of course, As soon as I was done with this one and read through it, I said, oh my God, I didn't talk about this. I didn't talk about that with Bob Hope. I didn't do this about Bing Crosby. I didn't do, you know, all of the things. So there's obviously a sequel, but what I really gave short shrift to with just one chapter in the book is probably the greatest adventure of my life when after trying to get my grandmother out of, soviet lithuania and and siberia where she and her husband had been deported his legs were frozen on that cattle train that they were being deported on and uh when they took off his boots at one of the the stations the flesh came off with the boots and uh, he, it just awful and she survived 15 years in siberia and was finally permitted to go back to lithuania and the whole time that she was in Siberia, I had started, I was the first to become a citizen in, in the United States because I was born in Canada of Lithuanian parents. And so I started making out visovs for her as soon as I got my, my uh, papers and uh, nothing worked. And I, I spoke to every one of the politicos that I knew Uh, that I was in any way connected to, and I got great sympathy, but I didn't get any, any aid. And uh, we got a letter from one of my aunts who was writing for my grandmother, who never went to school, never knew how to read or write, uh, that she was dying, that she had been to see a doctor and the doctor told her to go home and prepare to die. Wow. And we didn't know, now you have to understand that a letter took anywhere from two to six weeks to get here. And of course, many of the lines had been crossed out, you know, Uh, they, that was the kind of censorship that was applied to anything coming and going from the Soviet Union in those days. And uh, I went out with friends that night, my mother was in a spate of tears because Here was my one remaining grandparent, and I probably was never going to meet her. And the more wine my friends poured for me that night, the more evident it became that I should do something quite shocking, and that is pick up the damn phone and call Khrushchev. So I did.
2: (laughs) Was he nice?
0: (laughs) So at two in the morning, I placed a call, You will remember, boys, that there used to be person to person.
2: Yes. And you paid
0: twice as much for the call, but you didn't pay if you didn't get your party. Exactly. And so, so the operator, I said, I want to speak to Nikita Khrushchev, the Kremlin, Moscow, USSR. And that miserable bitch said... How do you spell Khrushchev? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who the hell knew how to spell Khrushchev? I
2: still don't.
0: <laughs> anyway, back and forth with the operators not available. No okay You can't talk to him. You know, maybe 16 calls back and forth, back and forth. In the meantime, I started calling the Russian embassy to see if I could get somebody there to let me go. And I talked to everybody from the dishwasher to the window washer to the upstairs maid. And it was always net, 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 net. <laughs> Finally, the call comes through from the Russian operator and she says, Mr. Khrushchev, no speak yet English. You speak it with his interpreter. I say, yes, fine. I remembered that he was a very attractive man that traveled with Khrushchev when he was banging his shoe on the podium and saying rather <laughs> rude things. To Americans and his interpreter translated it and made it quite palatable to our sometimes very Victorian ears. And uh, so I speak to him and he said, oh, Miss Lee, we know all about you here in the Soviet Union. We see your movies. Uh, what can I do for you? And I said, I'll tell you what you can do for me. I want to come to the Soviet Union, not only to the Soviet Union, but to Lithuania, where you." Never went unless you were a very high party official in those days, and any of those satellite countries. And and I I want to bring my mother and father, and the State Department had warned me never to take my mother and father to a Soviet country because they could be detained there as primary citizens. Me, they wouldn't keep, but my my parents, they could. And and I thought God's not going to be that cruel, you know. And I said, I wanna bring them and I wanna come right away because I don't even know if my grandmother is alive or dead. If she's dead, I'll go to her gravesite. If she's still alive, I'll see her. If not, maybe I'll get there for her funeral, come on. And he said, well, why don't you talk to your Congressman about this? At this point I blew up and said, what the hell does my Congressman have to do with my traveling in your country? This is not politics. This is a matter of the heart. Well, I must have pulled the right string for him because he said, present yourself again to the Soviet embassy in 30 minutes. And I thought, oh, Christ, here we go again. I'm going to get sloughed off this time to the downstairs maid. But (laughs) this time when I called, I got to talk immediately to the first secretary, very high position. And the first secretary was Lithuanian and I'm fluent in Lithuanian and we, long story short, er, (laughs) uh, within 48 hours, my mom and dad and I were on a Pan Am flight, headed to Moscow, then to double back to Lithuania, where my grandmother had been miraculously moved by big fancy ambulance from the little village that she lived in in the north of Lithuania down to Kaunas, one of the major cities to a hospital where they took very good care of her. I say hospital, they didn't even have damn aspirin, and this is 1964. But uh, miracle of miracles, I got permission, they treated me very well. But you know why they treated me well? Because people like yourselves, Jim Baker, I uh, not Baker, uh, oh my God. Uh,
2: not Jim yes. Baker.
0: <laughs> not Jim Baker, hang on, I'm uh, doing a, the wrong name. Um, uh, I'll think of it in a minute. And uh, that Bacon, is a ro- Bacon, not Baker, Jim Bacon was the the top AP wire service man uh, for cat for Los Angeles and the movie colony. He did a story on me. We had lunch and just before I left, he did a story that hit worldwide headlines that I never knew about because I was on a fl- on a plane going there. Never saw them, but it claimed. Hollywood starlet, you know, goes, fights uh, Russians, uh, goes uh, to Khrushchev, gives her permission <laughs> to come into it. So what else are the Russians going to do? Not the Russians, the communist authorities. Right. What else are they going to do? But no, but the eyes of the world are on this stupid little girl, uh, you know, who's now traipsing around Lithuania. But be nice to me and, and give me what I needed. When I asked to bring my grandmother home, they said she can't travel now you'll come back in six months and get her and then, then you'll be able to take her home, which I did. And guys, when we, after this adventure that I write about, when she got off the plane, we didn't have jet waves then, you know, we had to had stepped down to the tarmac. This little 95 year old lady dropped to her knees on the ground, kissed the ground, raised her arms to god in heaven and said Aloha america
2: how sweet is that
0: oh christ i go into tears every time i think about that and how blessed she felt to be here and how stupid all of our younger people are these days and i'm I'm exaggerating but
1: no you're not we're
0: we're falling falling into the awful traps of thinking that socialism is going to do it for us stalin never
2: said never 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 communism communism must never ever come to our country we are free thinking people we have been generational for years and years and years to think and do as we choose you cannot put braces on our brains and that's what communism does they're changing words we're not allowed to say parents we're not allowed to do this we're not allowed to do that what the hell is going on maybe trump wasn't such a horrible person after all maybe trump (laughs) knew what what he was doing what he knew
0: what he was doing he was yeah, you know he, he And was everything
2: doing. that Trump has said is coming to happen. God bless America. God save America. I miss my America. My America of the last 80 years of my life, which was an incredible country to live in. Beautiful big cars, McDonald's, drive-in movies, the hop. Okay, hang All on, the hang wonderful on. things that we did as young teenagers. Then as grown-up people raising my children in a beautiful home with a swimming pool. Gifted, given, America has given to us so much god bless it and please let's preserve america let's not become brainless one-of-a-kind non-thinking communists
1: Amen, <laughs> you bro. Amen. And, and you got so me,
2: you got me started you hit my thing now i'm gonna ask you hang, hang on no i want to ask her a question i know but we gotta we gotta i, I don't want to lose her yet i'm gonna have to we're run, gonna bring her back i'm gonna run up the hill with the mic now <laughs> listen Ruta, out of all, out of your book i want the funniest story you have to tell Tell it now.
0: The funniest story.
2: It's got
1: to be oh kind of quick.
2: <laughs> we, we, want, we want to end the show on a happy note, a positive. Then, up, then the funniest happy
0: story note. is that just basically I want everybody to consider their ass kissed if they go out and buy the book and they'll read all the funny stories they want. And in the meantime, we, you, my darlings, pick up the phone and call me when you're here or I'll call when I'm there. And we will sit down and have a, a glass or ten of wine and swap stories all over the place. So you
2: no, know no Wait a minute, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know Jimmy and I are married ten years. We quarrel all the time. <laughs> but when you're when you're here, you're going to drive down the hill to my house. I'm going to cook you a wonderful Italian meal, and we're going to have. Oh, I love that. We're going to have wine, and I'm going to have maybe a few interesting people over that feel as we do.
0: Is tomorrow too soon?
2: Actually it is no, tomorrow too soon. No. <laughs> no, but I'm not I'm not up yet for cooking because 4 weeks ago I had triple heart surgery. Triple bypass. Bypass. So I'm supposed So what you to, have well, to do see, I'm this supposed is all to
0: part, I'm sorry. Th- this is all part of why we have to be so grateful that you were able to get this gorgeous surgery. You had people that knew what the hell they were doing with the Absolutely. body. Oh.
2: And, Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, for the privilege of living in this country.
2: I agree so, so much with you, Ruda. I can't imagine s- feeling any other way. And you know what? All of our closest friends all think like we do. So every one of us think alike.
1: So hang on, my and, turn. And
2: you know what? It's uh, just hang on, Jimmy. It's a good thinking, Ruda. Uh, you're a smart. You know, you're, you're a smart. La- Listen, I've seen you in action, and you can sell anything. Uh, you have a wonderful way about you. And I know that you're a smart lady and you're a anti-communist because you know what communism is. So everybody out there should listen to Ruta Lee when she says communism should never come to our country.
1: Absolutely. So, Ruta, a couple things quick. Number one, we have a chat room full of people. So please just say hi to everybody in the chat room. We normally do that at the beginning. But since we had a rough beginning, um, just say hi.
0: Well, I'm so pleased. That you darling guys shared your audience with me. Uh, I am grateful, I'm honored, and I do hope that I will continue to amuse, entertain, dazzle, whatever it takes some of you or all of you for the rest of my days. I feel honored to be in your company thank you so
1: much and then I need you to and say the hi. is so mute and you need to s- two people in particular Teresa and B Bea. B's from Germany and she's talking the whole time she's writing in the chat room how like that was such a big story and she remembers all of it and yet you're such an icon in Germany and how much they love you so say hi to Teresa who's in Florida and B who's in Germany
0: Hello Teresa and B uh, I've certainly spent lots of time in Florida because I used to do home shopping Network. So I'd be there for a week, a month, for five years. It was really wonderful. And B, I don't know if that's short for Beata or whether it's just plain B, uh, but God, Germany is beautiful. I had no idea of what a pretty country Germany is. And uh, I I spent a lot of time on the border uh, because I I had a friend who had uh, a house near, uh, oh boy, Ah, oh, I can't remember the name of the town anymore. I'm I'm getting old, I think. I can't remember names. But no. love, love, love Germany and can't wait to come back and, and visit. I've never seen Berlin. I'd like to see Berlin. I hear it's one hell of a good city.
1: Absolutely. So you guys, you can get Consider Your Ass Kissed um, at all of your favorite bookstores. If you're in Palm Springs, her signing is at Just Fabulous on May 30th at 2 p.m. Her website is rudalee.com. And and I uh, want to yeah.
2: say this. Rudolie is the ultimate raconteur there is. So I'm guaranteeing you that when you read her book, you're going to get stories that are interesting, fast-moving, <clears throat> excuse me, and funny and wonderful and full of the love that Rudolie sends out when, she, when you know her and you know her personality. I have never been in her, her presence without feeling... Some kind of a of a warmth coming from the woman. She's just out. Are you from Texas?
1: From
0: no, I'm from Montreal, Canada. Oh, okay. I, I thought you you could have been I a have Texas a broad. In
2: Texas. Yeah, I but you have could...
0: a Home in Texas, and I love Texas and Texans because, in some ways, they're the last vestiges of the real rah rah. I love Americana. Right, And uh, you really feel it from those cowboys. You know, I love it.
2: But but your personality could be very Texan because we have a lot of Texan friends and they all have that wonderful, warm, outgoing, you know, real, hey, partner kind of friendship. Yeah. But but anyway, for those of you who don't know Ruta of course, she doesn't remember me, but I'll forgive her. Um, (laughs) You know, she meets so many people and I never really made an important uh, move with you. Uh, I never could get close enough to you because there was always gangs of people around, and we've never had a one-on-one. So therefore, I couldn't expect. Now you to have, and she's gonna, gonna make up for it. Now we're gonna this make gonna up, for up, up for <laughs> it. Listen, do you know Lainey Kazan?
0: Oh, of course I do. I okay, uh, I'm. Pirate. Well,
2: i may Laney Lainey, and I are making a movie together that I wrote, and uh, and Lainey will be coming out our way sure. uh, in the, the weeks to come. So I'm going oh, to
1: invite you over.
0: Is there, is there a part for a blonde hussy in it? An old blonde?
1: Yeah, hussey? we'll find a place to put you. No, Ruta. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, actually, there is a part of you have to play a Nazi, but um, it's,
1: it's a, a comedy. A,
2: it's a black. It's a black comedy. <laughs> it's a black. But you know why not? You know, I'm thinking of Sally Kirkland, who I love and adore and know forever. Oh, you know, yeah. you know Sally. I know her I from sure the do. silver silver spoon in the Shelley Winter days. You know, Jane Russell yes. was my best friend. Jane and I hung out for years. Jane and I were like now brother and sister. There
0: was a deliciously warm, generous, funny lady. I don't think people realize it because she was always built as such a sex pot that you never realized her humanity under all of that. She was really a great Dane.
2: I adore, love and worship her. Uh, we spent years together, stayed in each other's homes. We were brother and sister. Uh, I took her name when I started the business, Russell, and she was always pleased with that. And she said, I'm so happy you did so well with my name. But Jane and I were, um, you couldn't get any closer if we weren't married. Uh, just a wonderful human being, a good Christian woman, a good American, a good Republican. Yes. She was just an honest, fair broad. She called it like it was. The two of us together were absolutely the same personality. And we adored each other. And I miss her. God, how I miss her. I'm always sorry that Jimmy's never met her. He would have adored her too. But yes, Jane Russell was an incredible... People thought she was cold and rude and very standoffish, but she wasn't. She was shy. And after you got to know her inner mechanisms, you found the most giving, honest friend, when we went, I took her to a, a red carpet premiere of her movie, uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. They were doing it in Cinema Paradiso in Florida. And I was her date. And we got out of the limo and we the paparazzi was going crazy. Miss Russell, me, you know, they yell and scream for pictures. Oh, sure. And one of the guys grabbed me and he said, Sir, do you mind? We just want Jane alone. Well, she grabbed me by the, the my fake shoulder pad and pulled me in she <laughs> she pulled no she grabbed me like a claw pulled me next to her she said you don't go anywhere you're here with me and she looked at the guy she said now go and the guy went and made the interview but no that was jane jane was just just she a wonderful a, a good name yeah a very
0: generous woman i i loved her you know I, who else loved her was debbie debbie loved her
2: Oh, yes. Debbie. That's how I met Debbie through Jane. I met Esther Williams through Jane. I loved Esther. I met Beryl Davis, who I adored through her. I met um uh, so many movie stars. Oh, Terry Moore. Terry and I well, are Beryl still was... friends. The, Terry and I are still friends. Oh
0: yeah, Terry's a very girl.
2: Yeah. You know, you know I, that I, old broad. I, that old broad is I, I, that old broad is still running in Santa Monica Beach every day, two miles. No Terry, I'm kidding. Terry Moore still runs. Really. Every, yeah, every, she's 150, and she runs two miles every day and looks it's wonderful. Probably
1: more of a walk run.
2: <laughs> no, no, she runs. I just, we saw her at a red carpet premiere right last before, year. I saw her at a red carpet last year,
1: and COVID. we
2: took pictures. And if I tell you the camera was wonderful because the both of us look 50. So Terry Moore <laughs> looked no, Terry Moore looks well, wonderful. I love in the Terry. Just get Terry. the
0: name of that photographer, for God's sake. Well, it's yes, the,
2: it's the camera screwed the photographer.
1: So we also want to thank <laughs> we want to we want to thank uh, Harlan for helping set this whole thing up. Yeah, and, and Harlan
2: and- doesn't remember me either. And I'm going to kick him in the head when I see him. I have been in Harlan's company so many times. Uh, Harlan Young was the handsomest, sexiest guy in the world. I don't know what Harlan looks like now. I haven't seen him in 22 years. He looks
0: years. like a young Sexy guy,
3: and but he the
2: always best
0: part wo- is not only does he look good, but he is one of the few gentlemen in our business. Oh, absolutely, he's fabulous! Public Relations absolutely, business, which absolutely. is a very difficult business now. And, Black- and he is wonderful,
1: yes, he now, is. Now, Blackwell
2: left him all his gowns, yes. So and, I was wondering I, what, I what has Harlan done with them? Is he going to put them on display?
0: I, I hope, but you know, stop and think about the trouble that Debbie had trying to get the cognoscenti, the literati of Hollywood right, to, to, do deign it. to do something and putting a museum together for her, you know, right, and, right. and was- when you stop and think that those silly bastards let that collection drift all over the world. I mean the Marilyn Monroe subway dress sold for 5.2 million dollars. Now you tell me what kind of schmucks would have let this all go to different to a four corners of the world and and not put it into a museum here for Debbie.
2: Well, that's the one thing wrong with our country that I can complain about. We have no respect for yesterday. Yesterday is old. Discard it. Let's get new. Let's change it. Let's get different. We need museums of, of Hollywood. We, I, I, that's why I, Robert Osborne and I knew each other for years. And I would, tell <coughs> Ros, I would tell Robert all the time, I fight all I can. When I interviewed Lauren Bacall, I simply said something about an old movie. And Lauren looked at me and she said, Ron. A movie is only old after you've seen it. Remember that. And I live with that. And I push that all the time. And I work very hard. But TMC today with the new people, there's no working with them. They have this new idea of what TMC should be. And it stinks. They're trying to be too politically correct. They're trying to be too diversified. Oh, I totally agree. Too totally diverse. Agree. Too (laughs) diversified. No, too diversified. And if they could put black people in every old movie, somehow mechanically, they would. To would, To ruin what was. Listen, folks, Hollywood was white. Whether you like it or not, all those years, we can't do anything about it. That's how they thought back then. Prejudice, yes, was in our business. There's no question about it. But it was quality work, great stars. I knew Betty Davis. And if Betty Davis were alive today with what's going on, she would be out there screaming in the streets like a wild woman. okay? because because Betty uh, Betty considered her work in some films to be art, classic art. And you can't disturb it. You can't change it. You can't change what was. Let's not try to make all white things bad. White people are not bad. Black people are not bad. Nor are yellow or brown people bad. Yes, there are bad people, but not all, but not all. So we have to stop and say diversity is a wonderful thing, but don't shove it down everybody's throat because they're going to throw up. Because you can't, you cannot do that. Gradually edge in. What are we going to do now? Have a Hogan's hero? with rudely in it and suddenly insert black Chinese and and brown people in it to make it diverse, then the story is ridiculous. I mean, how can you have Marie Antoinette's sister, a black woman? It can't be. (laughs) It cannot be. It's not history. It is, though, now. It cannot be.
0: It
2: is in in Bridgerton. Yeah, in Bridgerton. And I think it's absolutely (laughs) appalling, disrespectful. I'm white. I was born white. Okay, I didn't choose to be white. I was born white to two white parents, and I'm proud of being who I am, just as black people are proud of being who they are, and brown and yellow people. I mean, I have friends of all kinds. I don't give a shit what you are. If you're my you know, friend, you're my I friend. Right? If you're my friend, you're my friend. If you're if you're I don't care if you're a jerk, you're a jerk. I don't care what color you are. But we've you got mean, to stop mean- this with Hollywood. Hollywood has got to go back to being Hollywood. I, I mean, feel- I. I saw a woman in the I saw a woman in the window and right away they made Amy Adams married to a black guy with a mulatto child. I mean, what is the point in that? Is that diversity? You're you're trying to tell people now that black and white should get married. How about giving them choice? Let people decide who they want to meet. Not that it's okay now. It's like Hollywood's giving permission. Okay, now you can marry a black person. Well, I have yeah, news, yeah, news, yeah. news for you. I have three or four friends that yeah. are in interracial marriages way before this bullshit happened. <laughs> anyway, Rudy, you darling sweetheart, you are one of the legends of Hollywood. You are Hollywood. You are what's left. And I certainly would love to catch up with you and be your friend because I've Boy, lost. Will we. I've lost so many of my
1: old friends, yeah.
2: my my Hollywood.
1: And my, Rudy, when I ask Harlan for your contact information, you have to—he's going to he's ask you. Just tell him it's okay, and that way we can have oh, you come over absolutely. for dinner. Absolutely, I'm telling
0: you here and now. You know, well, you've got my number to start with. So. No, I
1: don't have your number. For some reason, I don't have it. I don't know why. It's not in the email. So, and you can't tell me now, but I'll get uh, it from Harlan. I, I okay, can walk.
2: Right. I can I can walk up the hill and ring your bell. I know your house. To my so, house.
0: yes absolutely
2: you've been there how absolutely. many how many how many years have you been there forever right
0: well the first house that i bought uh, this is, in fact i write about this in the book to talk about a funny story um uh, remember the wonderful actor darren mcgavin
2: oh sure darren mcgavin darren, he was in yeah, yeah, yeah and, and
0: sure. he did the the uh, uh oh, God, that
2: not, night it? night something night something show, yeah, the, show the
0: detective i can't remember anyway
2: night stalker night stalker
0: no no it was before that okay Uh, it was back in like the late 60s into the 70s uh anyway darren uh no what am i talking about it was in the late 50s darren and his wife were my very good friends and they called me one day and said roots we were down in palm springs and we were looking at the racket club tract." And we bought, we made a deposit on a little house. There are three bedrooms, two baths, and, and you get a, a yucca tree and a palm tree, uh, or an olive tree or something for the yard. And it's got a garage and you know walkways and a fencing. And um, uh, we, while we made the deposit, we made a deposit for one for you. <laughs> I thought, oh shit, here I am all, I, I'm all of what, 18 years old, 19, you know, I, I, I how am I gonna make payments? I, I can't do that, I'm not a star, I'm not in a series, you know, if I'm working regularly, that's great, but uh, uh, how am I gonna pay for this? God bless my, my mother and father, but especially my mother who said, don't worry, you have trouble, I help you, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. So, so I bought my little house in Palm Springs, and we, my neighbors were some of the best and prettiest stars in the world, and and some of the greatest people. And Mike Landon was a neighbor, and and uh, God, you name them, you know, there they were. And then I sold that house and bought one by the same builders, you know, the Alexanders who built all of those houses, right? The the airport tract and and down, you know, in South Palm Canyon. And they built the one where I am now, which is in uh, Vista Las Palmas, which is right above Old Las Palmas. Right. And that that was sensational. And I called Webb and said, "Guess what? I bought a house." Uh, Rona Barrett came to stay with me, and Rona Rone. was was uh, saying, "Why are you in this little house over here in the racket club track? You can you can do better than that." And I said, "Well, why?" <laughs> I mean. The perfect little house. It has a pool and a thing, and and I don't have a lot to take care of. I don't have maids and butlers like you know the other people who have moved up to the tract because they were taking the the Palm Canyon tract houses uh, and and taking deposit the other houses as a deposit against that you know, the the racquet club tract. So I didn't buy one. Fade out, fade in. Twenty years later, whatever it was, instead of paying the forty-five nine or forty-nine five—I can't remember which it was—for the house that I'm now in, oh I paid three hundred and fifty thousand more.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, well, you know, the uh, racket club what had Tab. <laughs> Tab Hunter had uh, two apartments there. He knocked the wall down and made it one. So Tab Hunter lived there because I—I uh, knew Tab since nineteen. 19- Fifty nine, I was in a movie with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter called That Kind of Woman, and that's when Tab uh, and I met. Met, and we maintained an on and off friendship over the next sixty he years. He is was, to this
0: day <clears throat> one of the very nicest people I know.
2: Sweetest, dearest, kindest man.
0: Very, very nice.
2: Down to earth, and, regular Joe.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And, and, and I and, and I miss him a lot. Fine. Jimmy and I saw him before Jimmy and I saw him before he passed away. And I was happy that we saw him Uh, two weeks, two weeks before he passed away. But he uh, was wonderful. But that racquet club was filled with celebrities. I mean, oh, uh,
0: my Lord. Yes. And every star
2: was there. Do you write about that in your book?
0: Uh, Not much about the club. That'll come in the next generation.
2: How about Blackwell? Blackwell lived down on Spencer. Spencer Drive. Blackwell built six houses. Did he? Yeah, he built I, I, he built six houses and he lived in one. Right it was Spencer nope. Drive, right off of Racket, right off of Racket yeah, Club. Yeah. Spencer oh, Drive. Yeah. They named it after. him. Yeah, na- know,
0: I know the area. So, named, so that's you know my area. But, but kn- I, of course, I knew the house here. I love the house here, the big house.
2: Well, God Beverly?
0: forbid you ever had a glass of wine with him. Be, that The wine came from somebody who brought it to him and opened the bottle probably two years earlier. <laughs> and then you'd have a glass of wine and it would be dreck.
2: Listen to this, Ruta. <laughs> I had dinner with Blackwell and Spencer every Thursday night. We would go into Hollywood to that woman's restaurant. I forgot who famous girl. It was a girl named restaurant. Anyway, on Thursday nights you could have a pork chop dinner and share. So we would order our pork chop dinners, and he and Spencer would share a pork chop and my then partner and I would share a pork chop. Blackwell was not the most generous, but in many ways he was. Oh, he, he,
0: was, he was. He was emotionally and spiritually.
2: He was. Many were. And he was not the nasty person. I mean, he could. I mean, he didn't he didn't care for Zsa, Zsa Gabor. He loved to dish her. We had so much fun on the Zsa, Zsa stories. Like uh, when I we met Jaja at Debbie Reynolds house when she had the big house. And um, Blackwell said something about weight. Gaining, and and Jaja Gabor said, "Oh yes, I'd like to gain weight." She said because if I get too skinny, I'll get wrinkled and old looking. And Blackwell said, "Well, yeah." As she walked away, Blackwell said, "Did you ever see an ass like that?" not even on a hippo. (laughs) So he did that kind of, he did that kind of stuff. My friend, my my friend, Perry Winkler, who I love and adore Lee's wife. He met her at my house here in Palm Springs. And when she left, I said, so Blackwell, what'd you think of my friend Perry? He said, "Eh, just another old whore. I mean, he just he he just did those little things and he'd chuckle. He would call uh, me up and he would call me up and say, We're coming out. Anybody gonna be at your house this weekend? I'd say no, it's just us. He'd say, Good. He'd come in sneakers with a beard and in craggy clothes. He never, never would see be seen that way by people. But I love uh, black. I miss Blackwell a lot. I, I really loved I him. Do he, too. He, I do too. I know and you I miss did. Him. And Spencer. I mean Spencer, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Spencer was a sweetie. You, well, a- but
0: they, you know what? They're still here and there's still a lot to keep them in front of us and alive. And I'm uh, uh, Beverly was so wonderful, you know, with the Be- boys. Beverly,
2: Co- Beverly Cohen.
0: Yeah.
2: Did Beverly Cohen get Blackwell's big diamond ring?
0: Oh, I hope I- so.
2: I wonder because I think. Certainly, that
0: nobody more deserving.
2: I think that Blackwell intended her to get it. And he had that weird nephew, you know, that inherited everything that had AIDS, a crazy gay nephew. Wow. And I hope that Beverly Cohen got that ring. But Beverly threw a beautiful luncheon, uh, you remember, at the Four yeah. Seasons Hotel, and yes. uh, sending Blackwell off. It was a, it was a beautiful, sad day. And then I saw you there, but you don't remember me either. So there you go.
0: Well, I do remember you because you're a silver haired devil. Now
2: nah, you're full of crap. Now you
1: remember. Lie.
0: Making oh, do you know how to lie?
1: <laughs> do I lie? How did I lie? No. <laughs> no, it's all fantastic. You got Oh, like my hair
2: of. is my own.
1: Oh, yeah, that's his God. actual oh, my real God hair. It is. That's how oh, everybody always remembers him is his hair. Hair and eyebrows. Hair and black eyebrows. But, you know, I've
2: just lost 24 pounds from the stupid surgery. So maybe when well, I gain my maybe, weight back, you'll know who maybe I am.
0: that's not so bad. Maybe maybe your staying a little thinner uh, is better for your heart.
2: Well, you know, at, at, at 195 pounds, I'm perfect. Uh, anything below that, you get haggard and wrinkled looking, you know, mean, doesn't one, want to look wrinkled. Like,
0: like Jaja said.
2: <laughs> yeah, ja- 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 ja, like Jaja ja said, you got to be a little overweight when you get older to puff out the wrinkles. And I agree. Yeah. You know, Debbie Reynolds felt the same way. My Debbie Reynolds story is the best story. I called Debbie up and I said, Debbie, Jane is doing a benefit. She our church needs a roof. And she wants you to come in and Liza Minnelli and a few other people. So I'm doing the dirty work for her. And Debbie said, Ron, I cannot talk to you right now. My dog just died. I said, oh, Debbie, I'm so sorry. She said, call me tomorrow. So I call her the next day and I said, Debbie, you know, how are you doing? She said, Ron, I can't talk. My daughter's outside in the car. We have to go pick out a coffin for the dog. <laughs> so so this, 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 this went on and on and on until Jane got so disgusted with it. My, my Liza Minnelli story is even better. I call, I, call, I call Liza Minnelli and stupid Jane gives me her personal cell number. I don't know that. I give the number that Jane Russell gave me. I call and Liza Minnelli answers, yes. I said, Liza, this is Ron Russell. Who, who, who are you? Oh my God, how did you get my number? I hear the phone fly in the air. It hits the ground. Some man picks up the phone. Whoever you are, don't you ever call here again. This number is going to be changed. So I thought, what the fuck is going on with these crazy bastards? And I called Jane back and I said, Jane, I, uh, she said, oh, I gave you her cell number. I should have given you the other number. She said, well, here, here, she said here's her agent's number in Florida. Call him. So I called the agent in Florida, and he sounded like a Guido from Brooklyn, another doomba. Ina, <laughs> and I know how to talk to those Dumbas, And I said, listen, uh, Liza Minnelli is wanted to be in the Jane Russell, blah, blah, blah. He said she gets 65 grand for the night. I said, $65,000. Uh-huh. I said, I could get Patty LaBelle for $35. $35. 35000 $35,000. He said, yeah, but that's not Liza Minnelli. I said, yeah, but Patty LaBelle can sing. So it got back back to Jane Russell. Jane said, what the hell did you do? You're making a war. Liza Minnelli is furious that you said that she can't sing and Patti LaBelle can. I said, well, isn't it the truth? You want to compare Patti LaBelle to Liza Minnelli? No comparison. So I don't make too many good scores in Hollywood. (laughs) See, when you tell the truth, when you tell the truth, you get in trouble.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. In Hollywood, no matter what you do, you get in trouble. So don't worry about it. Don't just you do
2: love it? You now, how it, many times? How, how many times were you married?
0: Just the once.
2: I thought oh, so. I, I wasn't sure, but I thought so. So just that was a once. Yeah, that was that was once. that was a love affair.
0: It, it sure was. From the moment we said hello, you know, and and that's a funny story in the book. It's good. a sweet story.
1: What you guys, the name of the book is Consider Your Ass Kissed. So everybody needs to get it. It's by Ruta Lee. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure everybody gets it. And um
2: You know, our show is a conversational show, Ruta. It's really not an interview show. It's kind of friends getting together like we're in Brooklyn in my kitchen having Entenmann's crumb cake and coffee. And that's why we're the number one show out of all the shows in the world. And we've been that way for three times. And I'm bragging only because uh, the concept of our show is good. See how we made you our friend? And now five million people are friends with you also. Because I'm so pe-
0: pleased.
2: People so know pleased. who you are now. Now you're not just a beautiful lady on a screen. Now they know who you, you are. And now they feel like you're their Thank friend. So give me some more stuff.
0: Point. Talk, that's the whole point. Is not, not to make fans but to make friends. Oh, that's a, absolutely. We don't,
2: we don't have fans. We have friends. So oh important. no. Right. Oh no. You got to see the, the email and stuff that we get. Oh, I mean, it's amazing people. I mean, when I went into the hospital, Oh Rudy, you think it was, I don't know who that went. People sent flowers and gifts and wishing me and energy. I mean, it was just, just amazing how many people love us. And that's because when we do our show, you know, sometimes we're filthy. We have some guests on that are really raunchy and we have to be raunchy with them. Oh, there's a Raquel Welch story. We invited Raquel Welch on our show. And unfortunately she must have looked at one of the dirty raunchy ones. And she, <laughs> and she contact and she contacted Jimmy
1: and she said, No way will I ever be on your show. <laughs> we we behave according to our guests because sometimes yeah. we've had, you know, some pretty wild, you know, people who have their own you know adult toy products who are like famous and just the weirdly yeah. un- unbelievable wild things um but we like the classic hollywood uh icons so much and you've been fabulous and i don't want to get in trouble with harlan because he told me you could only stay do- on tail one and it's 130 because our second because anson oh, didn't I- show up
0: uh, ha, ha! got you well i i have
1: because to- i know I have you have an interview that- at two <laughs> Yeah, but if she could <laughs> exactly. stay on, if, if she could
2: stay a few minutes more, that's no big deal. <laughs> no, she's a- Anson, Anson. Anson won't. Anson won't mind. He's
1: not here. He didn't show. I don't know where he is. And
2: nobody's showing up. There. I mean, you know, this is terrible because all of our older stars, like who was it that was coming on, and I was so excited. Oh my God! Remember one of my dearest movie stars in the world, friends, and we couldn't get her. Remember how sick I was over that.
1: Anyway, I forgot who it was. So you guys, this is true because she's got to go because I'm going to get yelled at by Harlan. Um, so no, no, everybody, you, will... <laughs> uh, you guys. That, so it's OK. No, but rudely I, I c- coming guys back
0: to, to be sure when you get back to uh, touch base with me. And, oh, no, we're good. Uh, no, 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 You're no, question.
2: Que- no, question about will, it. You're in the book, baby. In Palm
0: Springs, L.A., wherever we want. OK. And then absolutely. Guys. I'm so thrilled. And then I will get the real story on how you met. I'm sure you've shared that with your audience before, but I want it privately.
2: And oh, no, no, nothing exciting. Uh, he he we'll picked me up in the mall. and try, He picked me up in the mall.
1: He was wearing all, all white, white T-shirt, white linen pants, white flip-flops, and no underwear. And I just <laughs> walked up to him and picked him up. And he thought I he, tried to pick him up and he told me to go fuck myself. No, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> I did. I did not say that. I said, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He, 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 he came had, over to me. He, he came over me. to me. He said, you're the most gorgeous man in the world. You know, I was offended. What made him think I was gay? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I said, get the fuck out of here. You know, you moron. Well,
0: if you didn't have underwear on, that meant you were trolling.
2: Well, no, I wasn't. It was hot. He never wears underwear. It was, it, it was, <laughs> It was a million degrees in Florida. You know how hot oh, it is. Oh, one more thing then. Oh, before,
1: before you go, uh, Ruta, say thank you to B because she just said she just bought the book. She can't wait till he gets to Good her. Good for
2: you, B. <laughs> and I oh, want everybody else B. out there to buy the B. book because that book oh. is going to be interesting. It's just as interesting as Ruta was on our show, yes. will be that book. Thank
1: you. Thank you. B, so. Dankeschön. Dankeschön. There you go. So, Ruda, thank you so much. Thank you to Harlan. We'll be talking to you soon. I'll we'll get see, your contact we'll information you we, and I'll we'll send see you. you a message. We'll see you when we I get back. I love you, my
0: boys. I love you very Listen, much. Listen, love to your entire audience. God
1: thank guys. you so much. We'll
2: see you when we get back from New York. We'll go to lunch because I'm not able to cook yet. So that dinner, Good. that dinner invitation is on standing. But we'll go out to you lunch. Got it. Got Thanks, Ruda.
1: Bye, bye, honey. Bye, 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 sweetie. Hey, a lot of people joined us in the chat room. Stefan Bell's here. Tina Davidson's here. Um, Stars Now UK said, what a classy uh, act. Don Hinton just showed up. Hey, Don, how you doing? I don't know if Ron, oh, Ron's got the same watch on because it matches. Um, I hope everybody like, enjoyed um, the uh, the interview with Ruta Lee. Sorry, we couldn't get the video working. I'm not sure why. Yeah, but she's great. But she's fabulous. I told you she would be.
2: You know, I've been in her company so many times. I mean, she couldn't possibly remember me. And now I know why. Her personality is so outgoing that I became her audience. When I would be in a room with her or someplace, I would just stand there and listen and enjoy listening to her. I never, you know, pushed myself. And I think
1: we've only had like a very few guests where like you actually... Uh, are like so enjoying everything that's being said. I think when we had Jack O'Halloran on, you loved all the mob stuff and with Rudy yeah, Lee, all the Hollywood but, 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 stuff. But, but,
2: but, you know, I know this lady. I know this lady for 23 years. I've met her 30, 23 years ago, and I've always liked Rudy. In fact, remember when we drove by her house? Yes. I said, I wonder if I should ring her bell and go in and say hi, because I've been wanting to uh, be friends with her because we live in the same town. But just, you know, you how you say I'm going to do it and then you forget and you move on to the next thing. Well, now the door's been opened and yes, we will be friends with Ruta. Ruta's a funny
1: lady. She's a sweetie pie. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't know what happened to Anson Williams. Um, I just don't I don't know what happened because I got a confirmation that he's supposed to be here. I sent him a text message to his phone, but he didn't answer. Um, so in I the don't meantime, know
2: what goes on with this. We
1: only have a couple of minutes left anyway because the show's over in 14 minutes. Because we would have stayed on over an hour.
2: Maybe that's why he didn't come on. He felt we didn't give
1: him time. No, no, because he was supposed to. I let her stay on because he wasn't here. Oh, oh he was supposed oh, to. I would have gotten rid of her a half, a 40 minutes. Not 40 gotten minute. rid of you to her to go. <laughs> I would have told her that we'll bring her back. Not gotten rid uh, of. Oh, what's
2: phraseology?
1: <laughs> I know that's right. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> she was so fabulous, you guys. So please, you guys, get her book. It's it seems like it's going to be a really good book. Consider your ass kissed. Check out. I mean, she has worked with like like a who's who of everything, and uh, she was fabulous and. She really was fabulous, and she looks fabulous because I got to see her on the other computer. She's a
2: beautiful girl, beautiful, beautiful. What do you think of this short hair, everybody? It looks like crap, right? Cut it too short because I couldn't comb. You know, I'm not allowed to put my hands over my head for two more weeks. For two more weeks, so this is looks like a wig, but anyway, it'll
1: grow. It was fabulous.
2: Yeah, what could have Anson? Where are you? People are waiting to hear you. Can we contact somebody who got him? Harlan. Harlan. Contact Harlan. I
1: I already did. And what did Harlan say? Nothing. He didn't answer. He's on set. Uh, He's on set, and um, I don't know. So I don't know. We'll have to look. Well, we could have kept. We'll have to reschedule. No, we couldn't because she had to go. She was supposed to leave at 1. We kept her on till Mm -hmm. 1.36. Harlan told me she can only stay till 1 because she's got an interview with CBS or somebody, uh, and they're at her house. Doing an interview, she's got to go. So she stayed on thirty-seven. Where, minutes where was she
2: filming from? Palm Springs? Or LA? I, I
1: think she's in L.A. Uh, but I'm not sure, actually. Um, everybody, everybody in the chat room loved her, though. Jimmy, get Jimmy to fix your hair, Ron. What's wrong with her hair? <laughs> There you go. Make it all messy. So anyway, you guys, so everybody like knows. So we're going to be going to New York on Wednesday. Uh, We're going to be with Eileen and Billy Hess and everybody for the weekend. And then we'll be back the following week. And the following week, we have um, some great guests coming on. We have Ron Moss and Devin DeVasquez. Oh,
2: I love them. They're our sweetheart, new friends.
1: And uh, you guys (laughs) know Ron Moss from The Bold and the Beautiful. And he's in Player and he's in the Emmy Awards series, The Bay. And his wife is also in The Bay. She was the very first Star Search model. Um, with uh, Ed McMahon, and she was also a Playboy centerfold, and now she's a famous actress. And then we also have Claudia Wells coming on that day from Back to the Future. Claudia Wells is awesome. We met her at the Sue Wong Gala. Actually, thanks to Diane, who's in the chat room, uh, who is friends with her and and introduced us to invite her. So thank you, Diane. And uh, she's fabulous, you guys. Claudia Wells is so wonderful. They're both the
2: nicest couple in the world you ever want to be with. We spend time with them, and they're just real sweet people interesting nice people good to be with nice people right
1: absolutely everybody's talking about how good you look
2: i think i look good i think i look like shit but that's besides the point meanwhile so we have a lot of special guests coming my lily mcleod you know is trying to make her way back to america lily mcleod of for those of you who don't know who she is was on x-factor
1: X Factor, yes. She
2: was on X Factor, and she sang, um, "What did she say?" My alabaster box. Yes. Oh,
1: a very good memory. And she
2: should have won, but she didn't because of political reasons, which she may never talk about, but we know about. But it was a, it was a fix. Lily McLeod should have won. Lily McLeod is one of the most beautiful black gorgeous women you ever want to see. There's nobody more beautiful than Lily McLeod, who happens to be a super-duper-duper duper, uh, sweet, close friend of ours. One of, one of my best friends. Uh, she just lost her partner, Terry, in Europe while they were performing, and now she's alone. But she's got her religion. a uh, believes in Jesus, and she believes that Jesus is going to guide her through all of this and make everything happy.
1: We want to so, welcome Mick Manhattan from the Scene Snobs too. He's in the chat room. He says you look great.
2: You think so? Yeah, you, he says you, you look great. Everybody's being nice. Anybody with Lily McLeod comes on, that's going to be a very, very interesting show she has what to say and plenty to say.
1: Oh, so Antina says she, she, when she was doing about your hair that your hair looks fine but she was responding to your uh, your comment saying that you couldn't lift your arms above your head to do so. So she was saying have Jim fix your have me fix your hair.
2: Oh, 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 Jimmy doesn't have a cut hair. I cut or or
1: sliced it. Yeah, he cut it the other day, even no. though he can't raise his hands.
2: I used to be a hairdresser, don't forget, years and years ago. So I know how to cut hair. And no one's ever cut my hair in the last 40, 50 years. I cut it because there's a certain way to cut it. You can't cut my hair precision. It looks like crap. You have to chop it you have to make it all PC and sticky outy and then it looks wonderful.
1: So you guys some of the other people we have coming up the week after on June 9th we have um, Kevin Speirtas coming on and he's a, a famous horror guy who now is does is in a, is in one of the very first like all gay like uh, Emmy award-winning soap operas and uh, but he's also a horror guy and and on that same week we have Lynn Lowry who's a horror queen. Yeah, coming on which is going to be like a lot of fun and then we're also going to be having um, uh, oh I forgot well
2: Lainey Kazan's coming on soon uh, and we're going to have a lot of fun with Lainey on that show
1: oh and then on the 23rd that's three days before the Clown Motel 2 premiere so we're having a bunch of people from Clown Motel on
2: right so there's a lot of good stuff and Sally coming
1: Kirkland's up. coming on after that
2: right so there's a lot of fun uh, did you get Sally's
1: date um. No, not yet. She didn't get back? Okay. But no, she, she said she'd get back to me this weekend. Okay, good. Um. So it's great. We got a great lineup, you guys. We want to always, as, as always, thank everybody. Let me tell everybody, too, these are the places that we're looking for people to go looking for us. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Um, so if you could share the links for those, especially Apple Podcasts, because I guess that seems to be the one that everybody thinks is the most important um and so it should be like fun and the scene stops that they can't wait for clown motel too it should be a lot of fun um
2: yeah it's the first time i'm going to see myself on a no it's not i've seen myself on the big screen before
1: every time you're in a movie you see yourself
2: on. yeah i know and i always throw up (laughs) (laughs) i'm one of those actors that hate seeing myself on the screen because i look and i say "Gee, i should have done this and should have done that and this doesn't look good in my hair well no
1: Teresa Sabin says she loves Sally, which is good. Ron Sally with Kirkland her. is I, a
2: sweetie. Pie. I just
1: I'm not really friends with her, but Ron is.
2: Yeah, Sally Kirkland and I know each other from the Silver Spoon, where we used to hang out in Hollywood years ago. And Sally Kirkland is a brilliant, brilliant actress. She's a wonderful uh, tutor teacher, you know, of of drama. She's a good. Uh, what are they called, Actor, acting school teacher, acting teacher? Coach. Coach, that's the word. I think they say acting coach. Coach I is don't good. Know they use teacher. And she's, you know, Oscar nominated. Absolutely. So things looking good, 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 good. I'm excited about New York. I hope the weather's nice. It doesn't rain all the time because, you know, this could be the rainy season. And I was told to bring a, a coat because at night it gets cold. And coming from Palm Springs, that's going to be a little bit of a shock. Daytimes are pretty, you know, 80 degrees in the daytimes. But in the evenings, especially on Long Island, it gets uh, chilly at night. I'm not thrilled about that.
1: Angela Joseph says you're a scene stealer, so this will be no different. What'd you say? You're a scene stealer, so this will be no different. And we're looking forward to seeing Angela. Who
2: started that scene stealer? Somebody started that. I forgot. Dave Bailey. Who?
1: I think it was Dave Bailey.
2: Was it or Joe Castro? It was one of the two.
1: Oh, it might have been Joe Castro. That said
2: that every movie I'm in, I steal the scene. And Angela's
1: what? actually coming to, the reason she's coming in is they're shooting a movie. I, I forgot the name of the movie. What's the name of the movie, Angela? But there's, she's shooting a movie, and she's actually shooting uh, at Lorene's house on Saturday. Oh. Lorene Landon. So um, it should be a lot of fun. We're going to well, see Angela tell, tell and us Kelly all Tell
2: us all about the movie.
1: And so it should be fun. I forgot the name of the movie, but I'm Is, la,
2: is Lorene in it? Yeah, she, she must be. She must be in it if they're shooting
1: at shooting her house. Shooting in her house. Yes. So Angela's flying in for that. We're going to see her on Friday, uh, after late afternoon. Am
2: I going to see Lorene Friday? No, Lorene's not going to be at Santa Clarita.
1: No, Lorene's no. not going to be there. But there's going to be a couple other really fun. I mean, people. we
2: could we could pick Lorene up and drive her up.
1: Yeah, she she can't do it. She's got another commitment. Oh shoot! Because this is a last minute thing. So staycation, uh-huh. the name of the song. Oh, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if it's staycation or not. Joseph, staycation. Yes, it is. It's Joe Castro's film, Staycation, and they're shooting with Lorraine on Saturday. So, it should be fun. So, everything is good with all of that, you guys. Um, love for you guys to follow us in social media. I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr on Twitter and Dr. Jimmy Starr on Instagram. I'm trying to build well, my Instagram he's following. Not a do-
2: he's not a doctor like you get operations from.
1: That's okay. Um, so, if you and guys. got to
2: clarify the doctor because people. Get, a, no, they, don't. No, people they just get, go to
1: my. That's people, how you find it. So, it doesn't matter what yeah, it is. Yeah, but people
2: get confused. They think you're like a surgeon or a no, person. I'm not a surgeon. surgeon.
1: I've got a doctorate in education, which is what a doctor means. And he's got
2: a doctrine who became a doctor. Doctorate.
1: Doctorate. It means you go to school a long time. So anyway, all you got to do is, um, oh, she says we can video chat with Lorraine maybe. Um, so everything should be good with that. Um, it's Russ Emanuel's film, not Joe Castro's film, so I fucked that one up. Um, but anyway, it's called Staycation. It should be fun. We're going to get to see Angela and I think Kelly Moroni and Diane's going to be there and a, and a couple other fun people. So we're going to have a good time with that, and then they're going to go shoot the film, and we're going to be packing to go to New York.
2: Right so it's a lot of stuff coming up folks and all good stuff positive stuff
1: absolutely Um, just remember that we're not going to be here next week remember uh, uh, Rebel we're not going to be here next week so you could play any show what show you want Rebel to play which interview just play this one again so we get more plays there are so many interviews that are wonderful that I love oh god I couldn't think one just play this one again that's fine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, and she, Angela Joseph says it's so Joe Castro said scene stealer. It was Joe
2: Castro that said scene stealer.
1: You guys know Joe Castro. He's a special effects horror guy. We had him on the show. He got a ton of plays, you know, because a lot of people are really uh, interested in that, all the special effects stuff, and he's very, very good at it. Um, and so it's all fun. We
2: are asking him to do all the special effects for The Gift of of Magic, which is my movie that I'm doing with Lainey Kazan, hopefully, hopefully in september
1: oh you guys too next week on friday is ron's birthday so if you're in social media wish him a happy birthday i forgot where it's his birthday while we're gone in new york teresa Sabins actually the one who wrote that she knew more she remembered way yes. right to go teresa I, I
2: will be 50 years old plus 31 <laughs> don't get smart i'll be 50 years old again yes uh,
1: so it should be all good. You I guys. believe
2: in that. You should never go beyond fifty. You should say I'm fifty years old again. Going beyond fifty is just not necessary.
1: Yeah. So and also, you guys check out Halston on Netflix. It's really good. Um, no, watch Hacked. Oh, and Hack that's on HBO Max. You guys, that's, that's the it's one. It's called to Hack. Watch. It's on Thursday nights, and it stars Gene Smart as a comedian in, in uh, Las Vegas. It's very, very good. It's called Hack, and it's on HBO Max. We should get Jean on the show.
2: Yeah, I'd love to get her on. I like her. She's a good actress, and I love
1: Ron her. Ron said she should have replaced Samantha since Samantha won't do Sex in the City. No. The one. Can
2: you believe how they look alike? When you go in and look at Hect, she looks exactly like, what's her name? From uh, Samantha. Samantha. What's her real name?
1: I, I forgot. What's a lady's name from Sex and the City? I forgot. Could you
2: imagine us?
1: Um. Oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, her Samantha. Her name's Samantha. <laughs> her, her character is Kim Samantha. Cattrall.
2: Kim. Yeah. Th- yeah. Jane. Jean Smart looks exactly like Kim Cattrall. Kim. She, Jean could have walked right in in the role, and nobody would have known the difference.
1: Yeah, I think they should have done that because she's she looks just like them all. They said they all loved her on designing women, so that's very good. And thanks, Don. Kim Cattrall. She said it, Kim Cattrall. So it yeah, was all Kim good. Cattrall. So anyway, you guys, that's it for us. We want to thank him. everybody for tuning in. We don't know what happened to Anson Williams, but we'll try to get him back. We want to you know thank- these
2: things happen, and they're very, very not nice, and it makes us look like crip fools. It doesn't. It's not a reflection of our show. Believe me. Uh, things happen and i don't know what it
1: is at least we got to spend an extra half an hour with Lee, and she was fabulous so you guys thank you so much for tuning in everybody we'll see you in two weeks have a great weekend everybody bye 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 happy seeing you yeah we in the
2: mix yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we
1: go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and was up to the celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat rumors, live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with
2: us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy
1: Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with
2: Ron Russell. Oh.